Welcome to Zikhu Dafsi Mani Mamra by Ram Golder and Tirim Azakas Baba Kama Daf Lamadov. The third parak Hamaniach. The third parak has been generally responsible by Zikhu Nishmas or Rav Yitzchak Ben Mer Golombek. May his Nisham have an Aliyah. So the three types we're going to focus on. Number one, the next mission states, If two potters were walking one behind the other, and the first stumbled and fell, and the second stumbled on the first, the first is liable for damages to the second. Yochan explains that even according to the opinion that one who stumbles is faultless, the first person is liable here. Because he should have stood up after falling, and he didn't stand up. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzhak says he's liable even if he could not have stood up in time. He should have warned the person behind him and he didn't warn him. The second person's fault is thus the fault of the first person. Miyokin responds that if he could not get up in time, he's also not faulted for failing to warn the second person, the Tarid, because he was preoccupied. Pointing to Rav said, Rishon Chai Beniske Sheni, the first person who fell is liable for damages to the second, Ben Beniske Gufa, Ben Beniske Mamona, both for damages caused by his body and for damages caused by his property. Sheni Chai Beniske Shlishi, the second is liable for damages to the third person who fell over him, Beniske Gufa, only for damages caused by his body, Avlo Beniske Mamona, but not for damages caused by his property. The Gemara explains that Rabbah considers the first person negligent for stumbling. Rashi notes he disagrees with the Bayan Daf Chavtas, that this question is a Malchokas Damages from his body are considered a man which damages, and he's even high for killing. He's also responsible for his property on the ground, and even if he's mafkarit, it's his boar, and is thus liable for damages to people but not killing, for which boar is exempt. The second person who is not faulted for falling is still liable for not having stood up. He's not responsible for damages from his property because he can say, I didn't dig this pit, and is not even responsible for not picking them up if he was mafka them. And pointing to the next mission states, If this one was coming through Rishus Rabim with his barrel, and this one was coming with his beam, and they collided, shattering the barrel, the owner of the beam is exempt. Because this one has permission to walk through Rishus Rabim, and this one has permission to walk there. The more on the next stuff will clarify this is only because the barrel's owner was walking toward the beam, and his force contributed to the damage. The mission continues that if the owner of the beam was in front of the owner of the barrel walking behind him, then if the barrel struck the beam and was broken, the owner of the beam is exempt because the owner of the barrel walked too quickly. If the owner of the beam stopped suddenly causing the collision, he would then be liable for the barrel. However, if he warned the person behind him to stop, he's not liable. If the barrel is in front and the beam is behind, the reverse is true about each case. So once again, the three points are number one. The next mission states, Two potters were walking. One behind the other, and the first stumbled and fell. And the second stumbled on the first. The first is liable for damages to the second. Yochan explains that even according to the opinion that one who stumbles is faultless, the first person is liable here. Because he should have stood up after falling, and he didn't stand up. Rav Nachman Yitzhak says he's liable even if he could not have stood up in time. He should have warned the person behind him, and he didn't warn him. The second person's fault is thus the fault of the first person. Miyokin responds that if he could not get up in time, he's also not faulted for failing to warn the second person, the Tarid, because he was preoccupied. Pointing to Rav said, Rishon Chai Beniske Sheni, the first person who fell is liable for damages to the second, Ben Beniske Gufa, Ben Beniske Mamona, both for damages caused by his body and for damages caused by his property. Sheni Chai Beniske Shlishi, the second is liable for damages to the third person who fell over him, Beniske Gufa, only for damages caused by his body, Avlo Beniske Mamona, but not for damages caused by his property. 
The Gemara explains that Rabbi considers the first person negligent for stumbling. Rashi notes he disagrees with the Bayandaf Chavtas, that this question is Malchokas denying. Damages from his body are considered a man which damages, and he's even high for killing. He's also responsible for his property on the ground, and even if he's mafkarit, it's his boar, and is thus liable for damages to people, but not killing, for which boar is exempt. The second person who is not faulted for falling is still liable for not having stood up. He's not responsible for damages from his property because he can say, I didn't dig this pit, and is not even responsible for not picking them up if he was mafka them. And pointing through the next mission states, If this one was coming through Rishus Rabim with his barrel, and this one was coming with his beam, and they collided, shattering the barrel, the owner of the beam is exempt. Because this one has permission to walk through Rishus Rabim, and this one has permission to walk there. The more on the next stuff will clarify this is only because the barrel's owner was walking toward the beam, and his force contributed to the damage. The mission continues that if the owner of the beam was in front of the owner of the barrel walking behind him, then if the barrel struck the beam and was broken, the owner of the beam is exempt because the owner of the barrel walked too quickly. If the owner of the beam stopped suddenly causing the collision, he would then be liable for the barrel. However, if he warned the person behind him to stop, he's not liable. If the barrel is in front and the beam is behind, the reverse is true about each case. All right, so now we get our simon daflam at all. And our standard simon relates to the law. We use a judge in the simon to make the simon more distinct. So here goes. When the judge carrying the flower pot to decorate the courtroom tripped over the judge who stumbled in front of him, who didn't warn him, he called out regarding his broken shards, I did not dig this pit. Just as another judge carrying a flower pot and a man carrying a beam collided. Once again, it's a motion. When the judge, judge, that must be more law. When the judge carrying the flower pot to decorate the courtroom tripped over the judge who stumbled in front of him, who didn't warn him, which reminds us, the next mission states, If you have two potters walking, one behind the other, and the first stumbled and fell, and the second stumbled on the first, the first is high for damages to the second. Rabbi Yochan explains that even according to the opinion that one who stumbles is faultless, the first person is high for because he should have stood up after falling, and he didn't stand up. Rav Nachman Yitzchak says he's even chayv if he could not have stood up in time because he should have warned the person behind him and he didn't warn him. Rabbi Yochan holds he is not faulted for failing to warn the second person, the Tarid, because he was preoccupied. So when the judge carrying the flower pot to decorate the courtroom tripped over the judge who stumbled in front of him, who didn't warn him, he called out regarding his broken shards, I did not dig this pit, which reminds us, Rav said, Rishon chai beniske shame, the first person who fell is liable for damages of the second, both for damages caused by his body and for damages caused by his property. Shani chai beniske shlishi, the second is liable for damages of the third person who fell over him, beniske gufa, only for damages caused by his body, of beniske mamona, but not for damages caused by his property. He's not responsible for damages from his property because he can say, I beer love anakrise. I did not dig this pit, and is not even responsible for not picking them up if he was mafka them. So, when the judge carrying the flower pot to decorate the courtroom tripped over the judge who stumbled in front of him, who didn't warn him, he called out regarding his broken shards, I did not dig this pit, just as another judge carrying a flower pot and a man carrying a beam collided, which reminds us. The next mission states that if one was coming through Rishus Rabbi with his barrel, and this one was coming with his beam, and they collided, shattering the barrel, the owner of the beam is exempt. Because this one has permission to walk through Rishus Rabbi, and this one has permission to walk there. So once again, when the judge carrying the flower pot to decorate the courtroom tripped over the judge who stumbled in front of him, who did not warn him, he called out regarding his broken shards, I did not dig this pit. Just as another judge carrying a flower pot and a man carrying a beam collided. Alright, so now it's time for four blah blah chazar. Dav chavzain. So the simmer dav chavzain is a kazoo. So here goes. The boy playing his kazoo. Kazoo. That must be more a dav chavzain. 
The boy playing his kazoo got so distracted when he saw someone place a coal on another person's heart, which reminds us, Rabbi said, If one placed a coal on another person's heart and he died, he's not liable for murder since the victim should have removed it and caused his own death. If he placed it on someone's garment and it burned, he is liable. The owner didn't remove it, intending to demand payment afterwards. So the boy playing his kazoo got so distracted when he saw someone place a coal on another person's heart that he tripped over a jug that another person left in Rushu's Arabim, which reminds us, the third parak begins, If one left the jug in Rushu's Arabim and someone else came and tripped on it and broke it, he's putted from paying for it. If he's injured, the owner pays for his damages. The Gemara asks, he should have watched where he's going and should have to pay for breaking the pitcher out of negligence. Rabbi Ula answers, He's not liable because it's not the way of people to focus on the road as they walk. So the boy playing his kazoo got so distracted when he saw someone place a coal on another person's heart that he tripped over a jug that another person left in Rishur Sarabim and fell right next to a cistern where one partner was getting hit with a shovel for drawing water on a day. Which wasn't his, which reminds us. Rav Chista sent a question to Rav Nachman about a water cistern owned by two people, and when one was drawing water on a day which was not his and refused to stop, his partner struck him with the handle of a shovel. Rav Nachman declared, let him strike the partner a hundred blows with the handle. For although Amaraima argued if one may enforce the law himself, but Makum Seda Avid Inish Dinilinavshe, where he would suffer a loss by waiting to go to court, such as here, where he would not know how much water his partner took, everyone agrees one may enforce the law himself. Dav Chavches, so the Simran Dav Chavches is a strong man, Koach. So here goes. The strong man, strong man, that must be more Dav Chavches, Koach. The strong man who pulled out his ox from under an attacking ox, killing the attacker, which reminds us of an ox went on top of another ox to kill it, and the lower ox's owner came and pulled out his ox from underneath, causing the upper ox to fall and die, he is putter from paying. So the strong man who pulled out his ox from under an attacking ox, killing the attacker, on an old public pathway that a man had moved from his property to the side, which reminds us, the Mishnah teaches that if a public path was passing through one's field and the owner repossessed the path and gave the public a path on the side of his field, what he gave, he gave, and the new path belongs to the public, and the path he took as his does not become his. So the strong man who pulled out his ox from under an attacking ox, killing the attacker, on an old public pathway that a man had moved from his property to the side, reached out to pick up a man who tripped on water from a broken jug in Rishusarabim, which reminds us that more brings about about damages from slipping on water if an owned hazardous object is considered a bore or a shore. Dav Chavtes, so the similar Dav Chavtes is a cot. So here goes. The patient on the outdoor hospital cot. Cot? That must be more than Dav Chavtes. The patient on the outdoor hospital cot heard from a drop water jug with Shas Nafila, who said he's entitled to damages since Niskal Poshehu, which reminds us, Gamor brings a Malchokas, Bishas Nafila, if Niskal Poshehu, the Tanakama, Rimir holds, Niskal Poshehu, one who stumbles, is negligent, and is high for damages resulting from this negligence. Rabbiuda holds, Niskal Lapeshehu, one who stumbles, is not negligent, and is putted from such damages, only where he had intent, meaning he broke his jug intentionally. Is so the patient on the outdoor hospital cot heard from a drop water jug, Bashas Nafila, who said he's entitled to damages since Niskal Pashehu, to the patient on a cot recovering from a similar fall, Lach Nafila, after the owner was mafkid the jug 
and its contents, which reminds us that by explains that the Malchokas about damages Lachar Nefila after the fall is where the owner was Mafkir's broken jug and its contents. The Tanakama, Rebmir holds, Mafkir Nezok of Chayv, one who is Mafkir his hazardous items, is still Chayv for the damage they cause. And Rebuto holds, he's not Chayv. So the patient in the outdoor hospital caught heard from a drop water jug, Bashas Nafila, who said he's entitled to damages since Niskal Pasheo, who... To the patient on the cot recovering from a similar fall, Lachar Nefila, after the was Mafka the jug and its contents. Wondered if the man in the street who just lifted some dung less than three fucking up and then put it back down intended to acquire it, which reminds us the mission states is a galab If one turns over dung he found in Rushus Rabim, he's high for damage as it causes. Rebelaza said this is only she discovered Lisko's behind, where he intended to acquire it, but if he did not, he's not high. Daf Lamid. So the Simmer Daf Lamid is a Melamid, a Rebbe. So here goes. The pious Rebbe, Rebbe, that must mean we're on Daf Lamed, Malamed. The pious Rebbe who was teaching his Talmudim Nezikim Perkei and Brachos, so they should become Chasidim, which reminds us, Rebbe Yudah said, Haiman Debailu Mahabe Chasidah, one who wants to be a pious person, Lekai Mili Nezikim, should fulfill the words of Masech Nezikim. Rebbe says, Mili De Avos, he should fulfill the words of Perkei Others say, Mili De Brachos, he should fulfill the words of Masechus Brachos. So the pious Rebbe who was teaching his Talmudim Nezikim, Perkei and Brachos, so they should become Chasidim, told his class to look outside as a man had just slipped on cut straw that someone had placed on the road to become fertilizer, which reminds us the next Mishnah states, Amosi is Tivna Vakasho was volume. If one puts his cut straw or uncut straw in Rishusa Rabin to become fertilizer and someone was damaged by it, the owner must pay for the damages. So the pious Rebbe who was teaching his Talmud and Ezekiel and Perkyavos and Brachos, so they should become Chasidim, told his class to look outside as a man had just slipped on cut straw that someone had placed on the road to become fertilizer, while another person came and acquired some of the straw for himself, which reminds us, the Mishnah taught about straw left out in public. Whoever is first to take it acquires it. Rav explains, Anyone may acquire both the straw itself and its improvements gained while improperly left in public. Ziri says, One may acquire its improvements, but not the straw itself, and the owner retains its original value. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which stuff do you learn that one who wants to be a chassid to learn Masechus Nazikin or Perkyavos or Masechus Brachos? That's on Dav. Lamed. Good number two. Which stuff do you learn that one who wants to be if Mafkir Nazokov is liable? That's on Dav. Chavtas. Good number three. Which stuff do you learn that a mat can be makabal tuma from a mace? That's on Dav. Good number four. Which stuff do you learn if a person carrying a barrel collides with one carrying a beam? The one carrying the beam is exempt from shattering the barrel. That's on Dov. Good number five. Which stuff do you learn if one puts straw or cut straw in Rishus of rubbing to become fertilizer and someone is damaged, the owner must pay for the damages? That's on Dov. Good number six. Which stuff do you learn the second person who stumbled over a first person is not responsible for his property damaging a third person? That's on Dov. Good number seven. Which stuff do you learn if a man pulls out his ox from under an attacking shore and the attacking shore dies, the man is putter from payment? That's on Dov. Good number eight. Which stuff do we have if a person who stumbled and didn't warn the person behind him is liable for damages? That's on Dov. Good number nine. Wish something about the permit that one can take straw which was left in Rishus Rabin. That's on Dav. 
Mahmud. Good. And number 10, which of the one, if someone tripped over a jug in Rishus of Rabim and broke it, he doesn't have to pay since it's not the way for a person to focus on the road as they walk. That's on Duff. Chavzayin. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is everybody. Ram Golda from Zuhu wishing you a great day and great learning.